This is In the Trenches, Broadcast 7. Welcome to In the Trenches, where entrepreneurs, artists, writers, designers, inventors, warriors, and leaders share their stories of doing the hard, creative work that impacts all of our lives. Let the journey inspire you to do something worthwhile, build something bold, and create your life's work. And now, your host, Tom Morgus. Welcome, everyone, to another broadcast of In the Trenches. Today, my guest is a very good friend of mine, Benjamin Jenks. Benjamin is an online video artist, coach, adventurer, and vagabonder. Benjamin does an insane amount of traveling, and we're really going to dig into that today. Since 2009, Benjamin has hitchhiked over 23,000 miles around the United States, couch surfed for 447 days with 72 different people, and he's written about and photographed hundreds of people and met thousands more. Benjamin has a truly remarkable story of overcoming his almost crippling fear of shyness, and we're going to dig into that today and how it's impacted not only his business, but his life. So Benjamin, thank you so much for being here with us today, and I want to get straight into it. You're at the South by Southwest conference. I believe you just finished up there. So tell us, what was, tell us a little bit about the conference and what was the best thing you experienced while you were there? I wanted to see a lot of the technological stuff. There's three parts. You got the music, uh, the film, and the, uh, the technology. So um, sure. um, I didn't have a badge or anything like that. Um, but I got to check out some of these live talks that they were streaming. So like seeing guys like, well, Al Gore would probably be the most popular and him, sure. you know, like going off about like what he's passionate about with the world. And, you know, that was mm-hmm. sweet, but also some more technological guys like this guy, Reed Pettis, um, and his maker bots and his 3d printing, Jason Silva cool. talking about some stuff. So like seeing those guys in real time, I felt like was really mm-hmm. awesome, even though I wasn't there. Um, and uh, and then just watching a city be transformed and basically like a big rock concert was pretty yeah a, a lot of fun and there was so much stuff to do for free that um it, I didn't feel like I needed a badge to like be a part of the festivities so that was okay so so to to fill us in a little bit because I'm I've never been to it sure um a badge what does a badge you give know, you it gives you access to certain things if you're going to like a normal festival you need a ticket to get in but this ticket because it's in the city and there's so much free stuff. Uh, you know, a lot okay. of brands are coming there bringing these, uh, you know, marketing things, which a lot of times are games or they have all these interactive stuff. So there's there's a lot of free things that you don't need to have a ticket or a badge for. Okay, cool. So it really is in the city limits of Austin. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So is uh, so I've been to Sixth Street before. It's, it, it fills up all that or what? I bet that becomes pretty crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But it's also like people use it at the same time. So you have the official stuff and then you just have bands that are coming into town to play to play because that's when everyone's going to be in town. So yeah, it's tough to draw the line between like what's South by Southwest and what's people celebrating because it's South by Southwest. Sure. No, that's fun, though. That's very cool. Yeah, definitely. Interesting. So I, I think that was a good place to start because I also want to hear a little bit about how you ended up there. I believe the last time we spoke, you were in Virginia. Yes. And I want you to talk a little bit about that, but also kind of your journeys about your hitchhiking and what, what inspired you to start traveling. Okay. Um, well, so I'll start at the beginning and what inspired me to start traveling was I'm just sure. um, really curious about what's happening around the world. And I feel like being in person in places and doing things is a better way to learn. So traveling being a huge part of it. So that's one of the reasons why I love traveling. Went with mm-hmm. like 
my Nana to Portugal in the sixth grade, got out of school, had a fanny pack and a Polaroid camera. It was awesome. Nice. Like wanted more, right? So, sure. um, so there, and then just the brief catch up to being in Austin, sitting on this couch, talking with you, um, was, um, where should I start at the beginning? I'll, I'll start over, you know, so I, I hitchhiked around the USA for a year in this project, um, called create our world, um, where I wasn't going to pay anything for lodging or, um, mm. transportation mm-hmm. to kind of like force myself to have to reach out to people. I've always been a little shy, so it was partially that, but you know, other reasons. It was kind of a challenge to yourself a little bit. Exactly. You know, I felt like I kind of had to make myself to really kind of just like kick shyness forever away, um, to make sure. it hard. So, so I did that for a year and that was cool. I learned about blogging, learned mm-hmm. how, like making video, talking to people, had some great stories, but mm-hmm. you know, the online business aspect was still a mystery to me. Just never even sure. felt any call towards business. Um, so then, you know, since that time, which was about maybe two and a half years ago, have been like educating myself, started uh, Adventure Sauce, and um, about a year and a half ago, maybe a little less than that now, and um, yeah, just continuing to travel around. Yeah, I, think, I don't know if I answered all of that question, but... Uh, well, it was, you know, I realized after the fact that it was basically like the most vague general question I could have asked. How do I tell you my life story? Go! <laughs> sure. <laughs> but no, I think you did a good good job. Um, I guess so. Coming full circle, then what what inspired you to uh, come to Austin? Then again, was it just just this passion to just travel, or was Austin a particular destination? Um, well, so before I think it's relevant to say you'd mentioned I was living in Virginia before this. Sure. Um, so I I bought a house when I was working at this school before I started hitchhiking, before I started traveling. Um, so this other chapter of my life. So in that time, I was in. Vir- Virginia working on this house, but also kind of using it as my like cabin off in the woods to write my novel, which is really like work a lot on adventure sauce and where do I want to go and create a good plan for it. So, um, and then I wanted to go to a place that was social and inexpensive and warm and that I, um, could, uh, make some friends here. So Austin, New Orleans were the two places that were most on the list and I chose Austin. Mm -hmm. Cool. cool. No, no, very cool. So, so um, again, probably a million questions I could ask, but uh, I guess I'm kind of curious about, you mentioned the challenge to yourself. So being kind of shy, you challenge yourself to basically force yourself to travel. Tell, tell us a little bit more about that, how you challenge yourself and, and kind of what why you did that. Um, okay. Well, I really, people have always fascinated me. And you know, like when I'm out at a bar hanging with my friends, that's fun mm-hmm. sometimes, right? But other times I want to be able to go up and just talk to people and make a connection and hear what they're into and talk about mm-hmm. whatever. Or the experiences that I did have doing that were always really, you know, just ecstatic feeling. You just feel great. You made this connection. You learned about something new maybe. Um, and I wanted that to happen in my life and it wasn't happening enough. It would cause me pain if I'm out and I'm, I see someone I want to talk to and I can't just go up and talk to them. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, so I wanted to work on it and then just, I don't know, I guess forcing myself into it seemed like the way, the, the way just to like go big, like, let's just make this happen. I'm going to hitchhike and I can't have any other options. So I'll have to talk to these people and I won't have a place to stay. So I'll have to like talk to people, yeah. to get myself a place to stay. So um, well, it, it sounds like it would be something that would be pretty terrifying, for, especially for somebody who's shy, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I, I, I do believe that I, I had worked through a lot of my shyness issues and this was kind of mm-hmm. like the last thing, you know, I really wanted mm-hmm. to kind of do it up with in style, I guess. Sure. Um, but there's a, still a lot of fear, I think, that would have to go along with doing something like that, regardless if you're shy or not, but just like hitchhiking, saying this is it, like I'm going all in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, did you have to deal with any of those fears or were it, was it pretty pretty much uh, fearless? No, you know, like it's it's I'm a little removed from it, so I kind of sure. you forget about the fear. But yeah, I do yeah. remember before I hitchhiked, I, I guess like before hitchhiking, like I didn't realize like hitchhiking was really possible, um, yeah. although I'd done it a few times and I did think I did think it was possible you know like the popular opinion isn't that if you hitchhike for a year you're going to be completely safe so sure um, I remember having this real fearful uh internal dialogue and discussion mm-hmm. like if we die like if something goes <laughs> really bad is this what we really like is this our path do we have to do this <laughs> yeah. you know like I felt like I needed to have that conversation with myself sure because if I'm out there, you know, and it's going bad and I'm just like, you idiot, what did we do this for? We didn't want <laughs> right. this, you know, and, and really like it just it's something that I really, really wanted to do more than shyness. You know, like I'd always been into kind of Jack Kerouac's work and just the idea sure. of traveling and being free as possible and going on adventures and meeting new people just sounded, you know, that's the way I wanted to live. So. Awesome. So, you know, you're also doing something a little bit more incredible than than simply traveling, which is in its own right incredible, but you're running a business. You're sustaining yourself off of your online business. Yeah. Is that is that about that's about true, correct? And you yeah. do coaching, you yeah. teach, and uh tell us a little bit about your Adventure Sauce then and what sure. you offer. Yeah. Well, so Adventure Sauce is a personal development blog that I I guess I try not to just be boring, you know. Um, so I, I want to use my hitchhiking experiences, stories, travel stories to tell mm-hmm. the life lessons that I learned along the way. And hopefully they sure. can help some other people who maybe, um, you know, respond to my voice or, um, want something that's a little edgier. I guess as far as that's concerned, then what kind of stuff do you offer people? If they, oh, if they're listening yeah. to this interview and they want to come check you out, what, what sure. do you, what, what do you offer them? What can you help them do? Sure. So I want to help people who, um, feel shy like I did. Um, so I offer coaching, I I call it swagger coaching, but you could also call it like social confidence coaching. Um, Mm -hmm. and I help people kind of go through the process, set up their own plan so they can, um, start talking to more people. Um, and then I also, um, offer a productivity or action course. Um, I'm also the sort of guy who it's hard to like get me moving on stuff. It's easy to come up with these brilliant ideas, but, uh, or I think they're brilliant. But um, but then to like take the steps is always it's the challenge, and I feel like a lot of artists or creative people or you know dreamers or idealists, which I would fit into all of those categories in some way, struggle with sure. that. Um, and I had a successful action course, um, mm-hmm. and it's not open now, but in the future it's going to be open again. So, what would you say? If you could give a couple tips or to somebody trying to start an online business, sure. What are some of the biggest lessons you've learned along your path? Ooh. Okay, biggest lessons I've learned along my path. Take your it time. Would, um, it would be, so the first thing would be to interact with people um, and maybe saying it like, uh, don't create your business like off in your closet that you never tell anybody about for like a year and then you roll it uh-huh. out and you've spent all this time and money and effort and you think it's great but you haven't told anybody about it. Um, right. 
You know, I feel like just creating it with other people, finding people who are the sort of people you want to help and talking to them. Sure. And um, some of my customers, if you could call them that, which sounds feels weird to me, but, you know, are people mm-hmm. who I had emailed and I'd been helping them for like a year, you know, and then when I roll out my coaching service, when I felt like I was ready for that, and, you know, those those are the people that sign up. No, that's very cool. Um, and also a really great point. It's kind of, it's funny. I was just reading The Lean Startup, um, which is a book I've been meaning to read for a long time, but you basically just in in a nutshell said it. You want to, obviously you want to build a business that you don't want to build it off in the closet. I I, I don't know if there's a better way to to say it. You want to interact with the people that will be paying for it, that that need your service, that need your help, and you want to actively build it with them. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, so that, that I feel like would be like the biggest, let me think it would be another was there, did you have any aha moments in terms of say the product that you were going to create or, or even in terms of the coaching too, mm-hmm. did you know that ahead of time? Did you know you were going to create a course? Did you know you were going to go into coaching or, and what was your reason, I guess, for developing the programs that you, you, you did? And then what was your reason to go into coaching the way you did? Okay. Great questions. Coaching. So it was something that I had experience in, um, you know, being a guy who used to be shy and then had had this path to get past it. But then I'd also mm-hmm. uh, helped a lot of like these troubled kids that I used to work with. That's really my my all my training is in like psychology and helping at mm-hmm. teens um, develop better habits. And a lot of these kids were shy too, you know, even if they pretended mm-hmm. like they weren't. But um, so so it just seemed like that was right up my alley. Um, my only concern was would people um, be interested? Would it make sense? Um, and I'm still like, it's still like, I need to work out some of the, the details on the, the service. Cause it, there's not as many people interested that I would think that would be. So I want to sure. continue working on that. Um, but yeah, so it was something that I, I knew I would enjoy doing and would, um, I had experience doing. Sure. Um, so, so that's the reason why I chose coaching. And then the action course was more of a inspiration one time. Um, mm-hmm. I was writing a post about, um, just I realizing like one of the main themes of what I kind of brought, why I had success wasn't because I was like this brilliant dude that had come up with these great plans was really mm-hmm. just because I just kind of like went for it um, sure. a lot of time. And so I felt like my experiences would be able to help people in that case. Um, and it really it just I came up with the idea. I wrote a blog post. I wrote a sales page. I invited people to it. Um, and when they signed up, I was like, OK, we're on. Nice. So again, another lean startup right there. That was, you, 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 yeah. yeah, I like that. So what's what's the hardest thing about traveling then and, and running your online business, about doing what you're doing and, and running it? <laughs> well, it, it just, you know, traveling messes you up, you know, like you're, sure. you're off. Gosh, you know, and I'm a sensitive, I'm, I'm a sort of sensitive dude, you know, so, um, you know, like when I move, like moving to Austin, I'm not getting the kind of work done that I really want to get done. And it's kind of messing with me, right? Like I was over yeah. in my cabin in the woods, just cranking stuff out, no distractions. Now I'm in a city, there's shiny lights and people yep. wearing funky clothing and bands playing cool songs. Sure. You know? So it's, so, um, <laughs> it's the challenge to then set up the, to get really high quality work done yeah for sure so another thing you did that i didn't mention at the beginning is you're uh i guess you could say um a little bit famous for creating some super viral video i don't know about famous or super viral video i would i call it a mini <laughs> viral video actually okay um hundred thousand views in a week 
I think it's probably with all the views around, maybe at like 500,000 now. But yeah, you know, uh-huh. that was my launching point. And I had made the mistake kind of of starting Adventure Sauce because I wanted to blow this video up. Um, and I thought it would have a million views and it would, you know, have my business just cranking. Um, mm-hmm. So um, that's that's where I got that piece of advice, too. I should have kind of rolled it out in a little sort of different way. But um, but yeah, so as I was hitchhiking, I took pictures with 930 people as I'm going across the country in this style where I'm holding the camera out. Um and then crammed them all together in like 162 seconds with some catchy beat. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with that, though. That's cool. I'm yeah. stoked to show my grandkids that one day. Yeah, no, that's a, a very cool video. Um, now, it, I'm, I'm curious, do you, are you offering anything in terms of teaching people how to make those types of videos? Is that something you're getting into at all? That's actually where I'm realizing, like, that's that's what I'm working on now. And, um, you know, not all the details are set in stone, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm out there kind of talking to people who need video and seeing what's happening with that, seeing where I could help out um, with being able to tell your story through video, which is, I feel like, my best trait. Um, sure. Because there's just a lot of technical details. But, um, yeah, so that's that's where Adventure Sauce is adding that element in. For people who are there, they have an online business using video to – to spread their message in a fun, fun, interesting way. Oh, that's very cool. Mm-hmm. So would you say, what would be your one piece of advice oh, maybe for Yeah, go ahead. I did, I did have something that I wanted to add before you asked that question that, sure. um, adventure sauce isn't where it isn't a sustainable business yet. That's really what I'm working on. Ah. And I think it's important to note for people starting off that having something that's like really tangibly valuable um, I think is really important to your business and is the reason why I'm choosing to focus on video versus like um, really def- refining more of the other personal development aspects. So I want to throw that out after kind of like being in the blogosphere for a while. Like I'm feeling like you really got to offer like a really valuable service that people want and it, that it's like makes sense to pay money for too. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, that's a great um, point to dig into a little bit deeper because I'm curious about that too. So well, in terms of, yeah, go ahead. I, I wanted to, sorry, I keep, but what I wanted to say was the reason why I've been able to do this is because I freelance write as well. So I'm ah. freelance writing and I'm also um, working on adventure sauce at the same time. And my, my tip would be like, find a way to make money um, in your business so that you can keep it, keep it going. Like having money is really essential. So have you read uh, the four hour work week? Yeah. So, okay, so people come in thinking probably that there's some way that they can create this kind of like muse business or something like that with just this income coming in at all times. Mm-hmm. Would you say that that's not necessarily very accurate, an accurate portrayal of these online businesses? I, I watch a, I'm watching a lot of people struggle, um, you know, to make sustainable online businesses in, unless they have something that's like really valuable. Um, sure. And I do think four-hour work week, the premise is still applicable you know create sure. an online business to fund the lifestyle you want but the way it's mm-hmm. described is outdated um, <clears throat> absolutely i mean you couldn't do what he describes in there anymore and have success with it um so i would say like finding something people really want and people want to pay for is the thing that i would be searching for from the get-go so if if i'm the expectant entrepreneur the you know the the person who wants to get into it you know uh, run some sort of online business yeah and I don't necessarily know what to build. Mm-hmm. 
what would where would you say I should start? Would it be starting maybe with asking people questions or finding a problem or what do I do? What's I would, my first? I would start with yourself. You know, I would go down okay. like what what do you like? You know, what are you interested in? And I would get a big old list of stuff that you're into. Um, and then from that list, I would weed out all the stuff that you know is like not a business. And then I would take that list and I would compare it to um, um, well, what do people pay for? Um, you know, with that being on there, um, what do I love, you know, like what am I interested in and then what am I good at? So having these three lists and from that list coming up with like three to five things that you think are potential business ideas, making sure people are willing to pay for them. And then I just start having conversations with people who you think will be your customers. Um, if some of your friends, you can ask them some questions. Um, if you could find someone using online services you can sometimes find people if you were to join a course you wanted to join an online business course sometimes sure. you can get into the forums and ask other people um so i feel like those are great ways to start that so was there any particular point where you're just like yep this makes sense this is the thing that's or was it a you know this is this is a product that'll work or this is this coaching will work or this the course that you built this one will work i mean i know you you kind of started asking was there ever a point or you just were like okay i've got enough feedback i'm going to create the splash page or whatever get people to see if they'll subscribe. Yeah. Well, you know, I never, never knew that they will, they would work. I would never, okay. I never had that thought. In fact, I wish I would have, I was, I knew I was going to do social confidence coaching and I spent a lot of time researching when I probably could have rolled it out three months earlier, but sure. I was just being, you know, like scared and being, doing my research to make sure um, I was prepared. But um, with doing sure. the action course, I wrote a post that a lot of my um, uh, audience responded to. So that was like the tipping point. Like, okay, I wrote something. People are reacting to what I'm saying in a favorable way. Like, this looks legit. Let's, um, let's give it a try. But I, I don't think you'll ever really know. And I would say like sort of like the lean startup says, roll it out and see what happens um, with as little mm -hmm. investment as possible. So as you're having conversations, I would be noticing like what are the similar problems people are always having um, that um, that you can help people with. You know, you mentioned that you freelance. So I'm curious, uh, for somebody who's traveling and wants to freelance, um, what do you go through? Do you go through something like Elance, or what do you do to get those gigs? I use Elance. Um, I use Elance, although I have used other just finding people who need writing. But I use predominantly <laughs> Elance because my profile is solid on there, so I can get jobs relatively easily when I need them. Um, nice. So I like Elance and just the interface. Although the eight percent, they take an eight percent cut of your wage. So oh, really? recently I've been like, gosh, that that's hurting a little bit. So um, uh, whereas PayPal's like three or four percent. So mm -hmm. sometimes, I mean, a lot of times the clients will, you know, will move off Elance at some point. Although it's technically not allowed, but um, mm -hmm. seems like the way it goes. But um, yeah, so Elance has been great for me finding gigs. I've also found gigs on Craigslist. Um, I've used Google Alerts, putting like ads on Google Alerts for like writer. So then across the country, you know, when there's a job for a writer on any Craigslist city site, you know, I'm getting an email and I can apply to these people, which I feel like is like a good option if someone wants to get a gig. Okay, so it sounds like you're never necessarily at a loss for writing gigs, or it goes up and down for sure, like okay. definitely. Um, but um, yeah, I feel like if I need work, I can get work. 
Um, and it came through building up this online profile. At first, the writing gigs that I had to do weren't the most fun. But, um, you know, I got one good gig that built up my money to a certain point and my reputation on there, which is sort of how the Elance, the more like jobs you've gotten, the more people will hire you for more. So, so if somebody's planning on taking a round the world trip uh, for a year, what is the one piece, what, what is the one essential item they have to have with them? You know, I would say like you don't really, I don't think anything's essential. You know, um, maybe a computer. Uh, okay, yeah. An, an iPhone helps a lot. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm not really a gear person. It hasn't been about the stuff for me. So, you know, nothing really comes to my mind on what I would say to take. I would say take your ability to kind of just say yes and go on these yeah. things that come up and uh, trust that you'll be able to handle the situation um, and trust your gut on whether it's going to be cool or not. Have some faith in people. Awesome. I love it. What a, That's actually a great piece of advice. I didn't expect that. I thought you were going to throw some kind of gear trick or something up your sleeve at us, but no, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Great. Thank you, Benjamin. Well, hey, um, is there any place, if somebody's listening to this, where they can find you? What's the best place for people to get in contact with you, to reach out to you, and so on? Best place is email benjamin at adventuresauce.com. You can join up with our posse at Adventure Sauce. We have a I like to have weekly articles um, or whatever's happening on the blog um, and correspond with people through that too. Cool. Well, I'll put that all in the show notes and I'll make sure people do uh, have the chance to reach out to you and, and connect with you. Do you have a Twitter as well? Yeah. Benjamin O. Jenks. Cool. I'll put that up as well. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Benjamin. I really appreciate your time and, and sharing your uh, experiences with us today. Yeah. Thanks for us. And that wraps up. In the Trenches Broadcast 7 with Benjamin Jenks. If you'd like to see the show notes and find out more about Benjamin, just go to tommorcus.com backslash broadcast 7. That's the number 7. Stay tuned for some more episodes coming up with some really incredible entrepreneurs, artists, writers, warriors, and leaders. And as always, keep creating. This is Tom Morcus. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. Thank you for listening to In the Trenches. Your creative work doesn't stop here. Join the resistance, the small but growing army of entrepreneurs and artists putting a dent in the world at www.tommorcus.com. Never fight alone. Join the resistance.